Welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, uh, joined by Alice and Aletha. Al, I feel like, uh, I feel like it felt like a long time since last we talked, even though we're, I guess it's only been like, what, two weeks? Yeah, it hasn't been too long, but longer than normal. Longer than normal, yeah. 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 Uh, it's a very, it's kind of weird last week, not, uh, you know, not really chatting. I can't even remember what I did last week now, but I think I just, like... I think I just relaxed and played uh, Pictocross, and like it was, it was a strange Sunday because usually we're here doing our thing for uh, for all the Champions Cast listeners. So, yeah, it's uh, it's good to hear your voice, friend. Yeah, it's good to hear from you too. I I mean, it wasn't too weird for me. I just I had a long weekend that weekend, so it was just a nice break, you know, like good break after two hundred episodes. But now we're ready to get back in it. Uh, let me tell you something that was weird. Uh, before we get going here, I recorded a podcast last night solo. I did it by myself. Oh, which one? That is the secret, oh. my friend. <laughs> okay, that's the secret. Well, but if you um, if you are tuning in this Thursday, exact time pending, but this Thursday there is going to be a let's call it a Spiteri podcast direct uh, with emphasis on Omega Metroid. Uh, all will be revealed. Nice. So yeah, we got some cool Ooh, stuff going on. I'm excited on. So about that actually. The Omega direct is coming on Thursday. Yeah. Although I, uh, I don't know what time yet, but when I do, I'll let everybody know. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, you know, before, before we get into uh, today's show and, um, and talk about Pokemon and, and Zelda and all that stuff, uh, I just wanted, I don't know, I just wanted to acknowledge what a tough week it's been in the world, you know. We got uh, some really awful news out of Texas and out of Florida. And, uh, you know, obviously what's happening with Russia and the Ukraine is, you know, it, it seems pretty bleak and it seems um, overwhelming in a lot of ways, at least to me. Uh, so I guess, you know, we part of me always feels like weird talking about Pokemon or Zelda or just kind of yucking about Metroid when, when there's so much bad stuff going on in the world. But like, you know, I guess, uh, I guess we can use this as our, you know, reprieve. Cause I, I do think that we do need a reprieve and stuff like that. But I, I also, I do want to encourage everybody, you know, to go and check out some of the GoFundMes and, and check out some of the donations and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, if, if you can help against, uh, uh, you know what's going on in the Ukraine uh, that's awesome even if you could just like share information that's awesome and uh, actually um, I'm working on something that is uh, that is going to be I hope uh, beneficial to uh, to some of our, our trans allies and stuff like that so I've got a project going on uh, that we're going to get into the nitty-gritty detailed planning later today it'll be a fundraiser and, and so hopefully we can you know, make a, just a, a small difference there. But I guess I just wanted to acknowledge that. Cause like, I mean, it's been a, it's been a tough week, man. Yeah. It's been, it's been, I, I agree. That's been really overwhelming. I feel like I personally have just been getting an influx of information and there's times where I'm like, what is even going on? But I did see this really helpful video. So it is very important to acknowledge what's going on and to do your part to help. But this video was super helpful to me because I was just like, well, how, what am I supposed to do? Like, like, 
is it bad that I, you know, we're going to talk about Pokemon and that kind of stuff. But the video right. was helpful and it said, you know, these are traumatic events and you have to cope with traumatic events, even if they're not happening directly to you. They are help happening to your friends, your family, to your fellow human beings. And it's okay to do to put yourself through your daily tasks to do things that make yeah. you happy because you have to cope with these things. So I thought that was really cool and it made me feel a little bit better about some of the th things that some of my hopelessness feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally get you. Cause I, I just felt, I felt so down the last couple days and like, uh, you know, I, th I think that we forget a lot of times that like, I, this is like the worst thing that's happened to our generation. And like, like, this is probably the worst time since like some of the, the big wars ended and stuff like that. And just in terms of like, you know, you, you see people passing away every day in the news from COVID and like you got all of these different things going on. So yeah, it's uh, I, I think that it is. Well, well, like I said, sometimes I'm just like, all right, like it seems kind of lame to be talking about the new Zelda stuff when like you got this, this other stuff going on in the world. But um, I, I do think that, you know, it is important, I guess, to take your your breather, for lack of a better word, where where you can get it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yep. yeah, I guess uh, I guess there's no easy transition from that, but uh, <laughs> we will we will try and uh, and get going here on today's show. And um, I'm pretty excited about this because we uh, we're doing, I guess you could call it an inspired by Zelda, um, because I feel like this new Pokemon game. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus, Allison. Arceus, not Arceus. We're just going to be saying <laughs> it differently the whole episode. That's fine. That's kind of how the world is divided on it anyways. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, so yeah, this this game obviously uh, drew a lot of comparisons to Breath of the Wild and it was announced. And by playing it, I would say that a lot of those comparisons are very, very apt. So if you're looking for a straight up Zelda show... Uh, Come back next week because we're going to be talking about Pokemon this week. And I guess that we should start off by talking about the uh, the new Pokemon news that was announced this morning, Al. And I think that you said you hadn't had a chance to watch the Direct yet, right? I hadn't. So go ahead and spoil me because, like, I'm just going to be reacting to the news you're going to give me. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me correct myself. It was a Pokemon Presents, not a Pokemon Direct. So let's get that straight. Gotcha. Um, so there was, a bunch of, there was a bunch of garbage in there. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> there was... There is a bunch of stuff. Well, I maybe I shouldn't say garbage, but like there is, like there is an update for like Pokemon X Masters, and I I still don't really know what that is. There is like a, an update for Pokemon Cafe, and I also don't really know what that is. There is an update for Pokemon Unite, which I do know what that is, but I don't play it. Yeah. Um, but probably the thing that that you and I are a little bit would probably be a little bit more interested in is uh, there's the Alola Pokemon coming to Pokemon Go. So that's kind of cool. Yep, I, I saw some, that uh, this morning. Even though I didn't yeah. watch the presents, I saw that on Pokemon Go this morning. So that's awesome. So you get those like big palm tree executors yep. now yep. in Pokemon Go. So that's cool. Um, there's an update coming for Arceus, which I actually I don't I don't know what exactly what this was. There was just like a lot of alpha Pokemon grouped together. So it's available later today, and I'm I think it's just like a general update. It was called Daybreak. But I don't, uh, yeah, I don't actually know the specifics of what uh, was announced. Um, there was uh, a, an update for the uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes. So you can get, 
Oh god. What's that what's that little Pokemon with the flower on its head and the leaves on its back? It's like a little dog Pokemon. It's white, green leaves. Oh god. Uh it's in it's in Pokemon Arceus. I don't You gotta know. catch it in like the flower field. Oh, Shaman? Uh, or Yeah. It's like a yeah, little Shaman. hedgehog. Is that right? Shaman's right. Yeah, okay. Maybe hedgehog is more apt than dog. That's that's probably a lot more apt, actually. So that guy's coming to uh Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And probably the big the big one, Allison, and I'm surprised that you didn't have this spoiled for you. Gen nine <gasps> is coming. What? Next year. Yay! Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Um, so we got Pokemon, what was it, Scarlet and, uh, oh boy, Pokemon Scarlet and something, Violet maybe, yeah, Violet. Ooh. So, I, okay. a little bit weird, I, I feel like that they went back to that naming convention. I was kind of liking what they were doing with like Sun and Moon and then like X and Y and Sword and Shield. I was, I was kind of liking that. Now it's just back to like random colors and it's just like, yeah. I kind of yeah. like re the random colors as long as it's not like, like they already did the, you know, the red and blue, right? Was that? Right. That was like. Yeah, that was, that was Gen 1. Yeah, that was the OG. So, but you know, the way that they have, they like name it different colors, like interesting colors, like Scarlet and Violet. I like it. Um, yeah, so that was revealed and not a, not a ton of it was revealed, but, uh, there was a brief trailer shown and what was there, it very, very much looks like this next-gen Pokemon game is taking what Arceus built and running with it. Yes. Okay, that's exciting. So, yeah. I'm excited for new Pokemon. So, and I'll get into that when we talk about Arceus. So, yeah. Ooh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, it looked pretty cool. And, you know what, the, uh, the one thing that stuck out to me um, right away watching it was, do you remember when Pokemon Arceus was originally revealed? Like, like I'm not a a frame rate and teraflop and flippity flop, you know, <laughs> chugging along kind of guy. But yeah. even even I could tell when that when that game was revealed, I was like, oh, this this looks like it might need a little bit more time in the oven. Yeah. And when when you're watching the uh, the initial reveal for Violet and Scarlet, uh, it looked a lot better. It looked a lot more polished. Oh, that's good. So, I wonder how yeah. long they've been working on it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I will say, so one thing about it, but um, uh, one thing that I noticed is that there were almost no new Pokemon in the actual, like, gameplay footage. Okay. Um, I so, think that makes sense. So it sense. was all existing Pokemon, except for, like, this one kind of big rock guy. He's, he's like, he actually kind of looked like a stone talus, to be honest. Uh, so he was doing his thing. He was walking around, and I was like, all right, this guy's cool. But other than that... Um, not a lot of new Pokemon shown except for the starters. And Allison, I want you to Google these starters okay. like right now and tell me what you think. Okay, hold on. Because Gen 9 I, starters. I, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, obviously they just came out and, uh, you know, I, I haven't given them a chance, but these have to be the worst starters I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> they, they look so bad. So they look so bad. Well, maybe they're just like early concepts, but I mean that's kind of what it looks like. You got like a duck for water. You got like this little cat creature for you know uh, grass, and then you've got what a little crocodile. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know what the heck that is for fire. I'd be interested to see like what their evolutions are for. And I mean, I I have seen starters that I don't necessarily like so i mean these are okay i'm kind of digging the cat which is weird because i never go for grass so yeah right well i mean it's all about how it ends right so mm -hmm. 
you know, you can you can take it with a grain of salt how it starts and whatever. But uh, I just like I kind of look at these guys, and uh, okay, so I've got their names by the way here. I just looked up their names. So the cat one is named, oh god, Sprigadio. So <laughs> okay. y- there you go. But this guy, like Sprigadio, kind of reminds me of um, I can't remember the name, but the the starter for for uh, Sun and Moon, which evo- like evolved into um, oh, like the big fire cat. Yeah. What what the hell is his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Incineroar. Incineroar. So he looks like a like a grass version of that pokemon mm-hmm. so i was like okay um fui coco or fukoko i don't know is a fire croc pokemon and this guy actually looks i mean he looks ridiculous but uh you know he uh he's the most original of the three and then quaxley 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 is the duck and that's an awesome name and this duck looks like there's already a duck pokemon and he looks like this Pokemons, duck. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So there we go. New new Gen Nine Pokemon revealed. So, you know what? Uh, I was just that's thinking exciting. like Gen Nine Pokemon is gonna take us into the thousands of Pokemon. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, it Louise, will. that's awesome. You know, one thing that I think that oh my God, that's just um, more cards I have to collect, more Pokemon Go I have to collect. <laughs> it's it's, oh, it's just man. hitting me. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Actually, it's a really short story. So I woke up yesterday. Okay, I opened up. Uh, I was sitting on the toilet. I opened up Pokemon Go, and there is a Suicune just sitting there yeah. in the wild. Yeah, yesterday. And I was like, yesterday was, I was the like, Johto Whoa. tour. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, cool. I and I have one of these, but I don't have the other two. So I click on this guy. I golden raspberry this guy. Okay, I golden raspberry it. I throw a perfectly curved Ultra Ball. It's a great throw, and this guy runs away yeah. instantly. And I'm and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And then I look I look down, and it's like, oh, you got to take a picture of it before you can capture it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, the next time one of these guys shows up, I'll I'll be ready. So my wife and I actually have Pokemon Go open for like a a decent amount of time yesterday. We played more Pokemon Go yesterday than we have in forever, <laughs> looking for one of these stupid dogs to show up. And these dogs never came around. They never came back. Yeah. I never saw one in the wild. So it was the Johto tour yesterday, and I played for like the full nine or twelve hours. I played for the full time, and they were mostly in raids. Uh, and I think I only spotted two in the wild, and it was uh, Entei and Suicune, and I didn't catch oh, those man. either. But I did take the pictures, so. Um, and then I caught them mostly in raids. So, yeah, it was like a whole Johto thing. I completely filled my Johto Pokedex, which was awesome because I've never done that, obviously. And it was a cool day. Like, it, I was exhausted by the end of it but and got a lot of walking right. in. But it was super fun. I will say, so my Johto Pokedex is not complete. The only two I'm missing are um, the other two dogs. Yeah. But I, I did get yesterday, Sam and I went over, we got a coffee in the morning, and, like, there was... Uh, uh, that little that little pink coral reef Pokemon. Oh yeah. That previously was like exclusive to like South America. Yeah. And so this this thing was in a raid, and I was like, oh sweet, let's let's go and battle this thing, yeah. and we whipped its ass, yeah. and I caught it. So yeah, <laughs> was it that Corsola was cool. Corsola or something like that. Yes, Corsola. Um, so yeah, so I I was gonna say something before that, but I completely lost my train of thought now that we started talking about Pokemon Go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, oh yeah, I remember one thing that I really like. 
that Pokemon has been doing. And they do it in Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I do promise we're going to start talking about eventually here. Uh, is that they have, like, reimagined older Pokemon and made them a lot more exciting. And I think that they started this really with, like, the Mega Evolutions. But, like, I just... I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, different forms of Pokemon. Yeah. Like, like you, you look at Voltorb, Okay. Like, who is excited for Voltorb? Nobody's excited for Voltorb. <laughs> this guy's been around for absolutely forever, but you just, you change the, the bottom color of it and you give it a grass type, and now all of a sudden this guy's like the most exciting Pokemon, or one of the most exciting Pokemon in the new Pokemon game. So I think that it's like a really clever strategy that they've been doing, like kind of reimagining old favorites. Because like, if you're a certain age group like me, um, then you you hold like that, especially the first gen and maybe the second gen in in pretty high regard, and and it you know that's the memorable gen to you. And yep. so like when you are reintroducing these Pokemon, and they're old but they're new, I I think that's a really effective strategy that they've been doing. And I mean also it makes you care about other Pokemon too. Like whoever cared about Stantler, I never did, but now I'm like, all right, this guy's cool. He evolves into like this this cool looking deer. Yeah. Why? Uh, weren't whatever it's called Why that deer? you ride around. Why deer? Yeah. There we go. Yep, I, I agree. I like that too. Um, I think uh I think Brilliant Stars set Pokemon uh card game set also came out on Friday. I want to say it was this Friday. So they have the new V Star cards. So the, it used to be like V Max or the V cards, and before that it was like uh X cards or whatever. But now they're V Stars, and so that is fun. It makes it. It really makes for collecting uh, these Pokemon and the cards and in the games, you know, more fun because you get to see different versions of them. And, you know, one of my goals is to get all the different versions in Pokemon Go of the different that the ones that are available, the Alolan, the Galarian, you know, right. and it makes it more fun because, you know, eventually you do kind of run out. I know there's like nearly a thousand Pokemon now, but eventually you do kind of run out. And so it does make it does get like gives some replayability keeps you coming back and sometimes like sometimes the new versions are kind of gross and dumb looking like the grimer is just dumb to me but you know the ponyta from the glarian ponyta is just like super cool because it's a fairy type and it's like a unicorn now and it's great and so it, it just does make it more fun and exciting especially if you know you're running out of ideas and you need to stall for time to come out with gen 9 you know what i mean Wow, I can't believe that you just buried uh, Grimer like that. Grimer is so dumb looking. Wow. The, what is it, Alolan Grimer? <laughs> he looks cool. He's sparkly. And then, um, and then what? He turns into Muck, and he's like, the, my brother was like, oh, he's like a rainbow. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And it's like the most ugliest colors <laughs> of a rainbow I've ever seen. Wow. To be fair, I'm not a huge well, fan of Muck, anyways, but. <laughs> I hope that Muck isn't listening to this show, by God. Um, all right, well, uh, we've we've bandied about here for nearly 20 minutes, so let's finally start talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus. And, um, you know, once again, I feel like if you are into Breath of the Wild, you're going to like this game. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of... There was a lot of noise surrounding this game, especially in the weeks before its release. And, like... You know, everyone was like, oh, this game looks like garbage and it, it looks like a like a Wii game or maybe even a GameCube game. And, you know, this is ridiculous. And, you know, Pokemon is the biggest franchise in the world. They should put money into it to make it look good. 
And actually, I don't think that that's completely invalid. However, um, this game came out, and I think that it largely, like, largely silenced a lot mm-hmm. of those criticisms yeah. because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I was ready to when it came out, and I was uh, was waiting th- for for like the embargoes to lift and all the reviews to come out. I was ready to just hear people take a big fat crap on this game <laughs> i was i was ready for it i was like this is gonna be awful like uh i i don't want to get too excited i like the premise but i mean it, it did it looked like it needed more time in the oven and this game came out and i think that like by and large people loved it and and this game it certainly has its flaws which we can get into here but i mean holy smokes like just actually going and playing this game I think that that one core, like the the exploration and the new way that you catch Pokemon, is so strong that it actually pretty much completely outweighs every criticism that I have about this game. Mm-hmm. Because I was putting this list together of, of some thoughts, and I was like, you know what, actually, I didn't like this, I didn't like this, I didn't like this, and I had like six things, and I was like, oh, like, there's a lot of things that I'm like critical about this game with. But like, I just, uh, the the first thing I wrote down was like, Gameplay is fun, and catching Pokemon is awesome. And that's so strong that it just, like... Man, it just, like, completely overrides everything else. W- would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, um, I'm... I was pretty much the same when I first started. So, I, I actually went into this game completely blind. I think I saw the initial trailer, what, like, a year ago, a year and a half ago? Whatever it came out. I think I, it was it was a year ago today, Al, because it was revealed on Pokemon Day, I want to say. Oh, okay. So, a year ago, yeah. I saw the trailer, and I was like, okay, cool, yay. And then I think I saw maybe one other video, but the rest was, like, completely silent. And I didn't intentionally do that, but I'm kind of glad I did, because I came into this game totally blind. I had no idea how much it correlated with uh, Diamond and Pearl, um, which it was fun figuring out uh, myself rather than seeing it online, you know, beforehand. So I went into it completely blind. When I did open it up, there was a couple things I was having issues with, some of the buttons, some of the movements, and then some of the visuals. And I was just like, oh, man, some, some of this stuff is not I'm not a fan of. But, you know, once I actually really started putting some hours into it, I was like, oh, my God, this game is so fun. I'm not even mad. Like, <laughs> I'm having so much fun playing this. And it, I, I, I put a good amount of hours into Pokemon, but, like, this was the first time that I was consistently, like, every night after work, which I don't, I, like, usually keep a strict rule of not playing video games after work because I have to go to bed so early and I'll stay up. I did, I did, I completely out the window. And <laughs> so every night after work, every weekend, I was playing this game, sunk a solid 120 hours into it before even finishing. That isn't even including, Ooh. like all the shiny hunting I could be doing and all that kind of stuff. It is so much fun. So, yeah, I'm not mad about those things. Are they kind of irksome? Yes, but I think it's stuff that shows that they can improve and continue with this, like, met this, like, formula in the future. Yeah, I I agree. You took the words almost out of my mouth. So, um, yeah, so obviously the big crux of, of the game is the different way that you move around in the world and that you catch Pokemon. And this game isn't um, like a a quote-unquote true open-world game in the same vein that Breath of the Wild is. Um, There are different levels. It's probably more accurate, actually, to say that this is a game that is very similar to something like a Mario Odyssey, where you have these giant levels that are filled with different things for you to do, um, but they don't really interconnect with each other all that much, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. 
for for now. Uh, you know, I'll say for now. But um, the the what is it? Five different areas that you can go to. They're so like they're so unique and expansive and stuff like that. That that really it does feel like um, you know it it doesn't feel held back by the fact that they're not connected in the in the sense of the word. Um, but yeah, so the the thing that stuck out to me about this game, which uh, I'll, I'll contrast, I'll actually I'll I'll explain how I play Pokemon games because I I play almost every Pokemon game that comes out. I'm I'm a pretty big fan of Pokemon, but I'm not like a like a diehard like crazy stat fan of Pokemon. But what I do is I'll go into uh, a Pokemon game before it even comes out. I look at the list of new Pokemon and I'm like, all right. I'm going to have this as my starter, and this is a grass type. And then I'm going to have uh, this fire type in my team because I need a fire type. And let's see, can I find a water slash psychic type? And I'll go through the list of the Pokedex and look for... So I'll assemble a team in my head. And then uh, when I get the game, I'll go out and I'll get that team. And then I, I just battle and kind of sweep the game. That's kind of been my MO with playing Pokemon games where I'm not really concerned about catching all the different Pokemon or filling out my Pokedex. I want a strong team and I want to be able to go and run roughshod over all the other trainers, all the other elite four by mixing and matching Pokemon types and stuff like that. So I, I find that kind of, you know, I find that a little bit of strategy fun, but this game, this game is very much like an amalgamation of what makes Pokemon go such a phenomenon mixed with like a classic Pokemon game and I think that they really nailed the sweet spot because I think that they tried to do this type of game with Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, but it felt a little bit too... I don't even know what the word I'm, I'm looking for is, but like, it it felt a little bit too dumbed down, I guess, yeah. maybe, is, you know? Um, whereas this game, I feel like they kind of took what works there and they incorporated it more with a traditional Pokemon game, but they also were like... All right, this Breath of the Wild game, people seem to like this, so let's kind of get some stuff that's working with that game. And they mixed it into a big stew, and they came out with this Arceus game. So um, the big thing about Arceus is that, you know, I I really did feel, like, compelled to go explore and catch all these different Pokemon. Um, and I feel like that's a really... That's a very, like, a Pokemon Go thing uh, for me. Is like, when I play Pokemon Go, I'm just like, all right, well, like... I'm going to go explore this new area because there's a new Pokemon here. And like, I want to catch everything so that I can, you know, level up my guys or I can evolve this or whatever. So I think that the, the big success of this game is that it really encourages you to like, like actually catch them all. I think I've read somebody, a reviewer say this and I can't remember who, but like the original crux of the series was like, got to catch them all. And as we were talking about there, now there's like a thousand Pokemon. So that's just untenable to catch them all. Mm -hmm. But I think in this game, the way that it's structured and, and the ease of um, of catching Pokemon, it, it really is kind of like, all right, let's go catch them all because it's never been easier and it's rewarding to go explore and it's fresh. And, and yeah, I, I just think that they got the formula like really down and, and they tried this, they tried that. Obviously, the, the Pokemon formula um, in the standard games had been getting a little bit stale. Um, the... The Let's Go Eevee was a little bit dumbed down. The Pokemon Go was a, not quite, you know, there's not quite that classic battling experience there. And then with Breath of the Wild influence, they they were just like, all right, the areas are important and the sense of exploration is important. And yeah, I, th I think that they just like, 
really mixed that together really well. And, uh, you know, they came out with, with a winning formula. Um, yeah, I 100% agree. So I, I wanted to touch base on what I do when I play Pokemon games. And I'm totally one of those people that wants to fill my Pokedex. I'm just a, I'm a collector, so I want to fill it. And it's always been frustrating to me. Um, and I know this this will continue, but it's always been frustrating to me that there's two types of the game and that there's exclusives to each. So you yes. have to trade with other people that have the opposite game to complete your Pokedex. And, like, I almost... Uh, 100% of my Pokedex for Sword and Shield except for stuff that I have to trade. So it's just a little bit frustrating. So that was exciting to me that there was just the one game and I had to work hard to, like, um, I wanted to get the, uh, get the whole register, like, not just, um, I wasn't 100%ing this by any means, but not just, you know, register the Pokemon in the Pokedex, but also get it, like, complete, quote-unquote, where you did a few of the, the field research and were able to get the little Pokeball beside it, you know? So I did that right. with all of my Pokemon, and I, I really like that. I like that they have you put in that work to do it without having to trade outside sources for these Pokemon. So I found it very rewarding and uh, satisfying that they did that. And I sounding like when, you know, Gen 9 is going to have two games, so this it's going to continue that way. But I hope that they kind of bring that down a little bit because it was a lot of fun for me to complete my pokedex for the first time that was my first time ever completing a pokedex so i i like that formula and i like that they pulled from pokemon go a little bit because you do want to collect more uh more than just the one pokemon so that you can evolve it you get candies every time you you know catch a pokemon and then right. sometimes that can be frustrating because the amount of candies you catch, you have to catch like at least 50 Pokemon to evolve it fully. So that can be a little bit frustrating, but this was a good like sweet spot in the middle. You could 100% the field research on these Pokemon if you really, really wanted to. That's a lot of grind work. But it was just like the, the right amount of grind work to get them registered and get that little Pokeball stamp on them. And I really like that. Yeah, so I, I agree with you uh, definitely about the point where I thought that it was so refreshing that in this game, you could just catch all the Pokemon. You don't have to go through the BS of trading and, and linking cables and like other silliness that we've had to put up with for so long. And, and honestly, I'm a little bit dismayed actually that, you know, it looks like Pokemon Violet and Scarlet is probably going to follow that, that similar fashion. Um, you know, I, I just think it's like, it's 2022, like we don't need to do that anymore, you know, like, uh, especially after you release a game that has all the Pokemon there. And like, I, I really like what they did with the, um, with the space time distortions where like you can catch the other starters at like the end of the game yeah, I did. and stuff I like, like that. that too. So, um, yeah, so I, I was very, very much looking forward to that, uh, hopefully being the norm, but it doesn't look like it's going to. Um, but the other thing that you mentioned too, is like they they took the incentive of uh, Pokemon Go in how you have to catch, like, you know, uh, I don't know, 16 Voltorbs or something to finally evolve it. And they kind of transfer that to Legends Arceus as well, which I thought was clever um, in, in the sense that, like, you can catch a Pokemon, but you actually don't have, like, the, the Pokemon completely filled out in your Pokedex until you, you know, catch X amount or you do this or do that. Um, so I, I do like that as a way to actually go and catch more of, you know, a, a, the same type of Pokemon. Because, like, once you catch one Psyduck in Fire and Red, you don't really need to catch another Psyduck ever again. And if you, you know, you don't ever need to use it either if you, 
you know, if you just catch it. Uh, whereas in Legends Arceus, um, you may need to use your Psyduck a few times and just watch him do Water Pulse or something like that. And in, I actually think that this can kind of get a little bit grating after a while. Um, I think that going forward, there should maybe be some more unique ways to fill out your Pokedex. Like maybe they could incorporate side quests into that a little bit more. Like if you have a side quest that involves a certain Pokemon, if you finish it, then maybe that completes their Pokedex entry or something like that. But I do think as a starting point, it does incentivize you to catch more Pokemon and to use different Pokemon, which I think is a, is a good thing. So I, I also, I agree. I think that was very clever. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think there were a few Pokemon that had side quests that could count towards the Pokedex entry. So I do, I do think that's a good idea going forward, um, having more of those included. I think the reason that there was so much of a grind is because there was only 240 Pokemon rather than, you know, like all of them. So, <laughs> so maybe they, the grind was just a little bit, uh, amped up just because they were like, okay, well, people catching 240, that's not going to take a long time. We want them to sink a lot of hours into this game so i can see that if they had more they would probably dull it down from like 10 field researches to five you know what i mean but i do like the concept i thought it was a lot of fun i like the concept as well i just i i think that this is a fine starting point i just i think that maybe we can have some different ways to use that in the future Mm -hmm. um but i i don't know we can also come back to that later when we talk about side quests but i want to actually just talk about um the catching of Pokemon as well because yep. it's it's super simple you literally just hold R and you throw your Pokeball and it's it's incredibly fun and you can sneak up on Pokemon and it's very rewarding when you hit them right in the back and it's like <laughs> schmack yeah. and then you catch it the one you know what the one thing is like sometimes I just feel like I feel like like the world's biggest villain like going out and catching these Pokemon <laughs> like they're just living their lives yeah. in the wild and here I am like forcing him into a pokeball and the game tries to tell you that yeah they the did pokeball is like this wonderful experience it's like i don't know if i'm buying that you know they did they and even the people of the diamond and pro clan were just kind of like you galaxy people and your pokeballs like that's just weird you know because they just walked around with their pokemon which i i like too and some pokemon games have had that you know so it was kind of funny where they were trying to like justify oh, the Pokemon shrink down and they get in the Pokeball and it's great for them. <laughs> but yeah, it does feel weird sometimes. You know, here here's a criticism of Pokemon in general. is like, the game tries to, the series rather, tries to justify that battling with your Pokemon like brings you together yeah. and stuff like that. Like helps you understand. It's like, what? <laughs> like, all right. Like, why don't you just like call it like a sport or something like that and say that like by battling they're they're competing in like a sports event or or something i I don't know but it's like uh wow the way that you battle with your pokemon you really understand each other and not not just use your pokemon as tools i'm tired of hearing that um i'm very much like i love my pokemon and (laughs) but i very much use them to complete the game so (laughs) they're literally tools in the definition of the word. You know what? Actually, um, that just reminded me of something. You know how you said that you you like to generate a team before you play? I thought it was yes. cool. This whole this whole formula that they created kind of made you have different Pokemon in your team. I I did wind up at the end with like my fave four from that those specific Pokemon. Like I didn't have a lot of my favorite Pokemon in this lineup, but right. 
um, like the last two, I was kind of rotating through the Pokemon to get them to use their moves so that I could complete them in the Pokedex, which I thought was kind of cool because it makes you play the game a little bit differently. Uh, so I, I eventually did land on a team, but it took me a little while to get there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to tell you my team right now. Okay. So I have, uh, I got the cutest, and it was a girl too. I got the cutest Rowlet at the beginning of the game, <laughs> which, uh, which is now obviously a Decidueye. And, uh, so that's the leader of the team. And then we have a, a Luxray. I've always thought Luxray is pretty cool. Um, Ursaluna, which is like my tankiest Pokemon, obviously. Um, I've got the Hisuian RK9. I have the Hisuian Samurott and the Hisuian Gudra. So that's my team. Okay. I am so unoriginal with my team. My team is almost always the same no matter what Pokemon game I play. So I I had a Cyndaquil, but it did not wind up on my final lineup because I, I don't know. The the final uh, Typhlosion, uh, the Hisuian I thought it was horrible. Typhlosion is kind of looking... I don't know. I like that it was a ghost type, though. I thought that was cool because I don't generally get ghosts. So, like, ghost type Pokemon. So, it was kind of... It was okay. But it didn't wind up on my final lineup. So, I definitely had Ninetales. Um, and then, because I didn't have, like, two others in the end, I made the exception for having the Alolan Ninetales, too. So, I had both Ninetales. I had Mantine. Mantine's one of my faves. Um, uh, Lucario I had. And, oh, God, one more. Who else did I have? Somebody else that I can't remember, but obviously not that. <laughs> I think they were in my oh oh Leafeon because Leafeon's my favorite evolution. So like um it didn't have this game didn't have a lot of my fave Pokemon that I like Tongoro and all that kind of stuff that I in Bioplume that I get in my other Pokemon games, but that was okay because I was able to cycle through the Pokemon to get their Pokedex registers complete. Right. Yeah, well, that's a solid team, but I, I think I could beat you if we battled. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I wish we could battle other people. That would be fun. Yeah, you can't do that in this game, can you? No. No. Okay. Well, actually, that's that's a segue to my next point is talking about battling in general. Uh, so I do like the way, kind of going back to catching Pokemon, I do like the way that you can catch them, but sometimes it, it also is, uh, you know, you have to battle it yep. and weaken it before you can catch them. And I think that the way that they pulled this off is actually like, really awesome because you can you basically just press x and you switch between your pokeballs and your items and then your actual pokemon so you can you can throw a pokeball at the at the pokemon as well but if it has my decedui inside of it i can stun the pokemon hit him with a couple moves and then catch him as if i would you know any other regular pokemon battle i i thought that this was like really expertly done although allison maybe you can answer this question for me I still don't know how to catch Pokemon that are flying in the air. Oh. How do you battle those guys? You can't even, you can't even throw a Pokeball. You don't battle them. You use the Jet Balls, the blue ones. Um, I use the highest you, end. You can't use them like throwing... You can't use them in the air though, right? Yeah, you throw them directly at those Pokemon. You have to aim. You have to kind of wait for them to get into a sweet spot. And then you throw them. And then if they pop out, they give you like the second where they're like freaking out in the air to throw another Pokeball. So you just keep throwing them until you catch it. But you have to throw him from the ground, yeah, though, right? Yeah. How how am I supposed to hit Magnezone? He's like a hundred miles away in the air with the a jet top ball. Point in the mountain area that he's in, and then you find those Pokeball, those jet balls go very far. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I was able to throw do it. Pokemon so. in the air. <laughs> I was able to do it just well, fine. 
So, uh, so I think that catching Pokemon in this game is very fun, very rewarding, and I think that battling is most of the time uh, as rewarding as well. Although there, there's clearly more of an emphasis on exploring and catching than there is on battling. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, somewhat refreshingly, the amount of trainer battles in this game, like if there are, I don't know, 50 trainer battles in this game, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I I actually like that because... Um, I do too. I went backwards. So I finished this game and I started playing Brilliant Diamond because I hadn't done that. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I didn't know how much it correlated to Diamond and Pearl. So it was a lot of fun to go backwards and then like hear the same sounds and all that kind of stuff in Brilliant Diamond and be like, oh, okay, cool. This is this is neat and see the same areas and stuff. But I went backwards and then I was like, oh, my God, this is such a slog because I'm battling every Pokemon that I run into in the grass and, um, you know, battling every person that I can't avoid that's on my path to the next place. And it was super frustrating. Also, I will say that Ray is 100 times like 100% better than Hop because he only battles you like two or three times versus Hop who was like every chance he could get. <laughs> it was it, I, it was a clear difference and I I very much like Ray. So that was that was good. But yeah, I appreciate the fact that they don't force you to battle as much as they have in past Pokémon games. So uh, like battling was actually fun and it didn't feel like such a chore. I forgot about Hop. Oh <laughs> god. Uh yeah, I mean, th like, there's as many trainer battles in the Rock Tunnel as there are in the entirety <laughs> of Pokemon Legends Arceus, yep. which which I do find refreshing. Um, although, I will say that that did have a little bit of a drawback because I think I, it was last night where I finally defeated the the, the final boss. I'm just going to spoil it because who, whatever. Uh, so so Giratina is like the one of the final bosses in this game. And this thing was whipping my backside all over the place. Like, like I and my team is strong. Like, they're all, like, level 70 plus. And, like, I don't know what it was. I just, I couldn't do it. Maybe it's just because I was, like, I hadn't been battling. So I had, like, no revives. I had no potions. I was just like, oh, I'll just wing it and I'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, he made short work out of me probably, like, three times before I finally, oh, dang. you know, sent him to the ground. That makes me feel, yeah, was, that makes me feel kind of better about my team because I beat him my first try, so just saying. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have 120 hours. <laughs> True. You, you've been leveling up, okay? <laughs> I was caught unaware. Who who would have thought that this guy's coming in at the end of the battle, right? I mean... and then And then again, one more time. I mean, oh yeah, because you had to fight both of his forms. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I was good and prepared for that, so I I went in with all the revives and stuff I needed, and that was fine. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad for me. I, I was like the classic video game villain because my arrogance is what cost me. Because <laughs> I, I went in there and I was like, this will be no problem, yeah. and I had a tough time against what's his face. Not that I I, I mean I handedly beat every one of his Pokemon, but yeah. like. You know, I would I would one shot one of his Pokemon. He'd send out one of his that were like strong against the type I had out. That one would attack me and potentially one shot me, but damage me if not. And so the cycle repeats. So I only had like two or three Pokemon at the end. And then this uh, this Giratina guy, like you know what? I will say that they changed Decidueye into a fighting type, which is not which is not mesh well fighting Giratina because he has a ton of like psychic and ghost moves and stuff like that. Anyways. So I, I lost once and I was just like, that was just a funky battle. I'll just I'll literally do it again, like right after. 
So I didn't change anything. I went in the exact same result. The third time, I was just like, you know, okay, fine. I will go and get a couple potions. So I got like like 10 hyper potions <laughs> and it, same result. And I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. I'm going, and I went and stocked up. I got like 30 max revives, 30 max potions. And once I was actually prepared, then then I beat him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my, my arrogance costed me. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, battling, definitely a backseat in this game. And, and I think that that is fine. Um, obviously the key strength of this game is the exploration, is the catching of Pokemon and, and the different utilization of Pokemon. Um, I want to talk about side quests here for a second, cause I thought it was kind of a mixed bag and it, it kind of had like the same problem that every other open world game has. Even Breath of the Wild has this game to, to an extent where like, some of the side quests are kind of fun and they're kind of engaging, but then you have other side quests and it's like, Hey, can you go fetch me like three logs? Actually, I remember like very specifically, you have to do this as a main quest in the game. It's like, I need three logs. I was like, are you kidding me? We're about to go and save the world. You need three pieces of wood. You got like eight trees outside your house. (laughs) Like what? But there's stuff like that. Or it's like, it's like, Hey, go and get me, uh, you know, six, six apricots or something like that. And it's like, come on, like, can we, can we do a little bit better? Like some, to me, some of the most engaging side quests were like the, find the three different types of, of Burmese or whatever, yeah. or go and like, just kind of cool stuff like that, where like, it was a little bit more involved and it wasn't just like, go get this. Here's the point on the map, go here, do your thing and then come back. Or, like, the finding the Alolan Vulpix. I thought that was a good um, side quest. But for every one of those, there's, like, three or four of those, like, classic open world side quests where it's, like, go collect me five of these and come back. And also, I need you to go to this exact point on the map, do something, and then come back. So, I I do think that there was some um, room for improvement. Yeah, um, I like that they added these uh, side quests. I don't think they've had side quests in Pokemon games before, right? Like, not really. No, not not really. Not like this. No. I, there's, like, some optional things that you can do in, in like, the Pokemon games. But it's, it's more so, like, in, like, Ocarina of Time where there's, like, some optional stuff that you... Like, you can go help the, the Kuko lady. Right. You know. So... It's not a side quest per se. Right. So, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it gave some extra content for some extra stuff for you to do to plug more hours into the game. Like, that's clearly what they were going for. Um, some of them were okay. Uh, like, that, like you said, were more engaging. And some of them were like, okay, I could just get this done really quick while I'm out in the Obsidian Fieldlands or whatever. One of them really ticked me off. I... So- I know there was a bug. I did I did research on that, so nobody come at me and be like, it was a bug. But the whole, um, oh my god, I can't even remember this Pokemon's name. I blacked it out from my mind because I was so mad. But uh, Cherubi and Cherum, that's right. Cherum, the bug was that if it transformed in the middle of your battle, you could not catch it. No matter how many freaking pokeballs or whatever if you had like one hp left on that pokemon you could not catch it if it transformed at all during your battle so that was a bug that they needed to fix i don't know if they fixed it um so then i was like okay i'm gonna do this the long way and i'm gonna get truby to evolve into cherim and then i'll complete its pokedex and then i'll bring it back to the guy because that was the quest 
I could not find Truby anywhere for like a solid 80 hours. I could not find this dang Pokemon. And I was going to the shaking trees that it told me to go to every time it popped out that dumb bee thing. And then <laughs> you could tell that this was very frustrating for me. So that was like the only one that I was just like, oh, this is just grinding my gears. But I finally did it. I finally completed it. And I was so glad. And then, like, the next day that I was playing this game, I found a Truby, like, not even trying. And I was so mad. That's how it happens. <laughs> so That's annoying. That's how it happens. So, yeah, that uh. was frustrating. But overall, like, the, the quests, they weren't bad. Some of them are very generic. And I think they could do better. But there was also, like, 90, some 94 of them. So, yeah. yeah. Well, well, and that's, you know, we've talked about that before, though. It's like, dude, just like put 30 side quests in in this game instead, mm -hmm. you know, and, and make them good instead of like 90 side quests that are just garbage. Yeah. Like, like how many times is that girl going to get lost? Yeah. You know, Wanda. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Poor Wanda. And then her brother. Ridiculous. Wayne got lost. Yeah, that was goofy. Oh, my God. I, I still haven't. Uh, I still haven't found the guy lost in the in the snowy oh, area the to set up camp place yeah yeah i don't know where he is but like uh, uh, whatever so side quests were i i feel like a mixed bag uh, i want to talk about some other stuff that i thought was a mixed bag as well and uh first of all is the button layout yeah dude i don't know who was in charge of button mapping here but that person should be exiled <laughs> from the pokemon group okay I don't know how many times I did this day one when I played it. I did this last night. I can't stop doing it. I press start to pause the game. This does not pause the game in Pokemon Legends Arceus. It instead uh, puts you inside a Sneasler or whoever and you're riding a Pokemon. And it's like, I just want to pause the game. Yep. And I feel like I should be able to do that by pressing start. Yeah. And it is it is incredibly like frustrating to me. Especially... Because you um, you have to press the up button, which is underneath the joystick, to actually get the menu that you want. But then, like, the map button is the, the minus button, which makes sense. Um, it's incredibly hard to... Like, basically, you have to stop moving and, and, like, cycle through which Pokemon you want to be able to ride in order to actually do that. Like, uh, I, I, like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, if you... If you have uh, the deer, but you actually want to fly, you can't just, like, stop moving, or you can't just keep moving and, and move that on the fly unless you have, like, Dr. Octopus arms and, like, different appendages. I mean... So you have to stop, you have to move over, and you have... It's just, like, a momentum kind of breaking thing. And it's another... There's just, like, these weird button decisions, I feel like, in this game that just are very strange. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I had a hard time with the buttons as well. I kept telling myself that it was like Breath of the Wild because when Breath of the Wild first came out, I like I had a hard time with how many different button choices there were and what did what. And I still have a hard time, like not when I casually play, but when I'm speedrunning, I have a hard time thinking what does what. So I was telling myself that it was like that, but I never really got used to it. Um, I, I feel like I got a good flow with the changing of the Pokemon where you press pause and see you press pause you press the plus button um and whoever you you were using last pops out but you just press the side buttons on the d-pad to move so you can move and change at the same time if you need to i think i got that down okay 
But yeah, I would I would have like throughout my entire playthrough, I was fumbling around. I'm like, I need the map. Where's the map? Wait, where wh where's my Pokemon? Where do how do I just pause? How do I find the yeah the side quests? And so yeah, it was kind of uh, a struggle. And I think they could have used different button options. And oh. I think I tried to change. They don't have ability to change the button. No, they don't. Options. Finding side quests was awful. Yeah, and and sorting the side quests was awful yeah. too. Because I don't know about you, but every time I go over to side quests, it brings me to like the the menu and it's like it's numerical and i'm like all right i want to sort these by by not completed and i click y button and then it takes me to like the bottom of the page and i have to scroll up for forever to get to the top yeah yeah that was frustrating so yeah that was frustrating um weird button layouts but uh maybe a minor inconvenience uh, i'm gonna get to what i i wasn't like super super fan of here in this game and uh, first of all actually minor inconvenience because this one i felt like was uh was just okay was the music i feel like the music in this game yeah. was very ho-hum it was okay uh, it was okay it was serviceable is probably the best word yeah yeah um and actually you know what we should i guess we've talked for so long about this but we haven't really addressed the elephant in the room the, the graphics and stuff like that oh yeah um I, in, in all of my problems with this game, and I'm going to get to some here in just a second, I actually think that the graphics are fine. Like, the graphics didn't bother me really at all. There are a few areas that, like, yes, they look a little bit uh, rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. But, like, I, I think for the most part, for me, like, everything was, was like, quite good. And, and dare I say, in some areas, I thought that the game actually looked, like, kind of pretty. Like, when you have a a starry night like it looks especially in nice. the snow area oh my gosh yeah that was like the best sky view there um maybe maybe it's because i was expecting them to be so awful that i was like pleasantly surprised but uh yeah. you know it looked good and it performed well as well yeah it so. was okay there was some frame dropping um especially if you were looking at pokemon fire far away and i know the argument for that is like well you shouldn't really be looking at pokemon far away and i'm like if i'm looking at a gyarados flying in the air you know, I'm going to see it, and the fact that it's moving so janky, it's kind of disappointing, because I can look at a Bokoblin in a game, a five-year-old game, from, you know, a mile away, and he's doing just fine. Like, he's not mo he's moving fluidly and normally. So, yeah, it was a little disappointing on some of those things, or if you were flying and you looked at a body of water, you could see every square that was in the water. But at the same time, there were parts where if you were up close and personal to the pokemon or in areas like it looked very good it looked just fine um the views were great like breath of the wild s kind of sunsets and all that kind of stuff so i did like those i took pictures of those of course and there was there was a lot that was good about it but there were some things that i can understand the disappointment from people like they i didn't think it was like that bad like a wii game or playstation 2 game which i was seeing a lot but it is kind of like, it's 2022, if you're releasing a game, I don't think you should have so many frame drops on Pokemon Far Away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. So, the uh, the graphics, I thought, were serviceable. But again, I think it's because my expectations were just, like, quite low. Yeah. That, uh, that it was pleasantly you know, surprising. I, I, yeah, I was a little bit more forgiving. Uh -huh. what, I'm not, what I'm not forgiving about, and this frustrated me consistently throughout this entire game, and it's it's frustrating because it's never going to change, unfortunately. Um, but man, I I just I feel like they gotta do something to change up the general. So they've changed up the formula about how Pokemon are caught 
and how the world is explored and that's great but now they got to change something in terms of like how the actual story and characters are played out in pokemon because i i'm just like god i i feel like i've played this game before and and i feel like i've met every single person in this game before so first of all every character there's like a hundred characters in this game there's wards and there's wardens and there's leaders of different clans there's professors and stuff i can't tell you a single person's name <laughs> because they all they all sound the same and they all look the same uh, like like the character models almost look identical and they look identical to the ones that were also in sword and shield and the ones that were in sun and moon and the ones that were you know what i mean it's like the same pokemon people are here it's just like it's like they're the same exact actors that have been recast in different roles, except those roles are pretty much the same roles in a new movie. So I'm playing that and I'm just like, I'm like, everything looks the same. The story is exactly the same and the characters talk exactly the same. Like, I can't hear one more time like, oh, Spiteri, you're so strong. You understand your Pokemon so much or like, you know, uh, I, I need to, to test my strength through battle or something like Every single Pokemon cliche that you can ever think of is in this game. And I don't think that it's going to change. And the story plays out exactly the way that you think it's going to play out. The fir the first time I saw that merchant guy. Volo! And he's, Volo, he was yes. interested in... Yeah, the first time I saw him. And he was just like... He's like, oh, I, I know a little bit about this and this and this. I was like, well, this guy's going to screw me. <laughs> and, and he did. He did. He did at the end of the game. And like... I just that's so great because I, I was just I, like God. Literally, the first time I saw him too, I was like, "You are sus as all hell." And like the whole time, I was like, "When is this guy gonna turn on me?" Like the whole time, and then he finally did at the end, and I was like, "I knew it." <laughs> but the thing is that it is very predictable. <laughs> it's it's predictable, and like, it's just the way that these characters talk to each other is like completely, like nobody talks like that, and in. in Maybe I I mean I don't mean to sit here and sound like an old bastard, you know, yelling at the clouds about <laughs> Pokemon, but like, come on, it's been it's been twenty six years. Like we need we need something that's not a retread of the very first Pokemon story, like something. And and I know that this one was a little bit different in terms of like there was this rift in the sky and the guy fell down and we're building a Pokedex. The, the ingredients were there to have like a completely new and fresh story. And the fact that this game's story and setting and characters felt exactly the same as every other Pokemon game, I feel like is, is just such a downer to me. Yeah. And like, I, I, I don't know what exactly would fix it. Um, I think maybe we need like a real true villain in Pokemon, you know, like, like we need Giovanni. like a Gary Oak back <laughs> like... or, or Giovanni. Yeah. Like, like when when's the last time that you had like an intense rivalry with someone in a game like Hop for example okay this guy is supposed to be your rival but your best buds and he's always chipping in and helping out and it's like I just want I want someone to hate in Pokemon and I want <laughs> someone doing evil vile things and and that will be fine and maybe that's I, I'm sure that's never gonna happen or like maybe we just need to scale back the amount of characters from like a million so there's like the galaxy team leader there's the pearl one there's the diamond one there's wards for each thing there's all these different people that are in the the jubilee village or whatever it's called it's like you know what maybe we need to scale it back and the next pokemon game is like there's a there's a group of just like 
let's call it Ash, Misty, and Brock. There's your trio, and that's like your your gang for the whole game. And those are the characters that you focus on. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it, but I just know that I was playing out this game, and whenever something happened in cutscene, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, I just like... I feel like we are stuck in a Pokemon loop with these characters and setting that, you know, I, I've seen this movie before and I, don't, I want something different. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I don't think that they're going to fix it. I, I just know that I was playing this game and like there were multiple times where the characters were saying something and I was just like, oh my God, like. Yeah, okay, okay, we know that you're the mysterious mystic person that knows about legendary Pokemon. All right, next, next, next. Like, like, just turn on me already. Like, I know that you're going to screw me. Like, just go ahead and do it. Like, <laughs> um, I know that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like I'm just ranting and rambling here, but like... I felt, uh, so let me just say this. I feel like of all the Pokemon games I played, and I haven't played all of them, but Sword and Shield has been my favorite so far, story and character-wise. I feel like they all have a different personality. And, I mean, you all know I'm not good at pulling up names out of my, you know, like right off the top of my head in a moment. But, like, I, I really felt like they all had different, they were all very good characters, and um, I had my favorites in there, and they each had an integral part of the story so i really really liked sword and shield actually um and i had a few characters that i really liked in this like i really liked um uh the two leaders adamant and irida i think her name was um and i wound up choosing adamant i just uh because i had diamond in the for brilliant diamond but i i'm really glad that i did choose him because i just liked his character um and like I wasn't I wasn't really expecting the leader I can't remember his name but the leader of the galaxy team to turn on me I I wasn't expecting that so much you, I was I mean he kept saying I, I, from from day one I was like this guy doesn't trust me and he didn't and he, but then I'm sorry to cut you off here but then it's just like okay you've battled me you've earned my respect <laughs> and it's just like oh god well so come I, on he kept saying other people might not trust you and then it turns out that he was the one that didn't trust you so I didn't I didn't really see that happening where he was gonna actively like kick you out and be like because all the stuff you did for him you followed his orders you know so I just thought it was weird that he just suddenly was like this is all your fault you fell from the sky and like chucked me out so at that part I wasn't really expecting um but like th i felt like the story was very disjointed like um bits and pieces i was just like all, all of a sudden they were happening and i was like but why like what what just happened what did i do to put me in this part of the story you know it wasn't very flowing story in my opinion and then where it ended um you know pokemon usually has like an end and then it has like end game content I feel like it wasn't an end and end game content. The end game content should have been the end of the game. You know, like it was just kind of a weird cutoff where they were like, Okay, you got yes. you got Dialga or whatever and then and then you still needed to see Arceus. You know what I mean? Like it was just weird where they cut it off. I still haven't seen that guy yet. And then I I thought it was hilarious because Volo's hair <laughs> It reminded oh. me of the Sword and Shieldbert guy from Sword and Shield, and they're ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, "What is with these end these end game villains in their hair?" <laughs> you know, and they look like the Pokemon, like the main Pokemon of the game, which I just thought was so dumb. <laughs> but I, I think that the problem that I'm having is like, maybe it's just time to pick 
a new, like, I don't know, a new art style or a new character model. And I know that they just did the whole chibi thing with Brilliant Diamond, but I, I thought that that looked horrible. Um, like, really bad. But, like, dude, the, these Pokemon, like, every character in this game looks the same. Like, they, they just look like they have a different outfit on and a different color of hair. But, like, they, they just look the same. Like, like name me, let's just say, name me one really tall character in this game. Or, like, name me one, like, really, like, I don't know, overweight person in this game. Or like, these characters look exactly the same. Like, they, they got the same create a character build and whatever. And I don't know. I, maybe we need a different art style. Maybe we need, like, a, a, a different a different way that we highlight characters. Maybe we need like a, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm rambling here, but I just, something, something's got to change. But I, I, I mean, I don't think anything will, unfortunately, because yeah. like, obviously that's the formula and that's, that's what they're going to stick to. Um, I, it just, it felt like to me, like in a game where you completely change the formula of like how the game is played, like uh, gameplay wise, Maybe we could have done something a little bit different with the story as well, because the story felt like every single other Pokemon game that I've played over the last 26, 27 years. Yeah, I did like this. However, this is kind of going off of the character, but more so like uh, like the whole gender thing. I thought that they, that Pokemon is kind of subtly going away from genders, which is kind of cool. Because, like, in the beginning, it almost seemed that way, at least. In the beginning, they don't really, like, ask you if you're a boy or a girl. They just ask you to pick something. And then, and then unfortunately, the professor says, my boy and my girl. I wish he didn't do that. But then you get to characters like Melly, who very clearly look feminine, but is, uh, like, a, a guy. So I kind of think that they're, like, subtly. Oh, okay. They're, like, subtly kind of moving away from, like, specifically stating genders, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, I don't know if that was intentional, but I liked it. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, that that's fine. I think that that's welcome. Um, but, but I mean, that being said, it does, you know, it to me, it's just like, well, everybody still looks the same, so like, it doesn't. I guess I don't see I, that I don't as know. much as you do. I like, like I said, I I feel like Sword and Shield has very different characters, and like they all have their own looks and personality. And then this game was kind of like like that, but it just wasn't as uh as evident as Sword and Shield to me, at least. And, and I feel like I haven't really expressed in, like, a concise way, like, what my problem is here. Because I, I, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know it myself. But, like, the way that every character talks to each other is, like, it's it's all cliches. The way that the, the characters look, it's, like, everybody looks the same. To be fair, the way... this game is more generated toward kid, towards kids, you know, and it's supposed to well, be Well, and that's why I don't – that's why I think I'm kind of yelling at the wind because I don't <laughs> think anything's going to change. Uh, but I mean, to me, like a 34 year old dude still playing Pokemon that's been, <laughs> but I, I don't think that, I don't think that I'm alone. Like there are a lot of people my age that play yeah. Pokemon that yeah. grew up with Pokemon. Right. Yeah. So like it, it, it wouldn't hurt to maybe, you know, I mean like at the end of the game, right? Like when, when the merchant, what is the merchant's name? Volo. All right. So this guy, Volo, he, he turns evil. Okay. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> He's got this evil hairdo going on. <laughs> You beat him in battle, and he's just like, all right, well, you beat me, so here's the plate. And he just, like, walks away. It's like, no! Like, this this guy obviously is so set on his mission that, like, 
He's he's not gonna just walk away. Like he's he's gonna yeah his lifelong ambition to see Arceus, and he's like, all right, cool, you beat me. Here you go. Now I'm not suggesting that you know this guy gets murdered by my decedui, but I am <laughs> saying that maybe what could have happened is like he gets he gets sucked into like the space time vortex with with Giratina or something like that. You know what I mean? Like just so- something that it's not like so unbelievable where it's just like. This evil guy who's orchestrated this entire game is just like, all right, well, you, you beat my Pokemon in battle, so uh, see ya. Yeah, that that was a bit that was a bit rough, and they did that with everybody you come to face. Like Benny, you were like, yes. you were like, yes. oh Benny, you're why are you attacking me? And then he's like, I'm following orders. You are not to be trusted. And then at the end, he was like, I actually really like you. Here's some potato emoji. <laughs> like... Oh my god, <laughs> we need Gary Oak. Yeah, Gary Oak needs to come back. And be the heel that we need <laughs> in Pokemon. It's ridiculous. Everybody's best friends in this game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I, I understand. Although, they did kind of change the tone of this game just a tiny bit. Because you get there and they're all talking about if you go out in the wilds, you're most likely going to die. They don't talk like that in Pokemon. So, like, I thought that was interesting where they were like, yeah, Pokemon will kill you. You know? <laughs> I was like, whoa, we're getting a little dark here. <laughs> Why well, it was very welcome actually that Pokemon do attack you yeah. in this game. I yeah. thought I, that that was like a sense of realism to me. I would have actually loved if you could have like when battling wild Pokemon, if you could like dive in front of one of your Pokemon's and take a hit for them. Yeah, I think that would have been great. Like seriously, I think that would have been awesome. There were parts that I did like because um, I agree it was more realistic where some of the the Pokemon were aggro, except for that little crab mushroom guy. What the heck is his name? That guy driving me nuts that pokemon he's just coming after you out of nowhere everywhere um but there were some times where you would like walk up and the little psyduck will come up to you or a little blue shellos were my favorite and you just come up and like look at you and be like oh friendly <laughs> i just thought it was cute and if you turned toward them they'd be like "Ooh," and hop back a little bit but they were super curious about you and nice and didn't attack you and i thought it was super cute all right so i googled crab mushroom pokemon in paris paris that's about. right yeah yes. that's effort you know the worst the worst are, are murkrows murkrows are pretty God. bad because you can't sneak around them terrible all right let's uh so I, I know that i just ranted and raved like a like a wild man here about pokemon but uh, <laughs> like i said i actually think that like if for all the ranting and raving i just did like the gameplay completely outweighs what i just uh what i just complained about here um so I thought that maybe before we get out of here, we could go over some of the new Pokemon and uh, new Hisuian forms and give our quick two cents on them here, Al. Okay. So uh, I got a list here, so let's go ahead and start. Um, Cleaver was the first Pokemon revealed. I think this guy kind of sucks, actually. I think he looks lame, and I and I evolved a Cleaver, and I was intending to use him in my party, and I was just like, this guy sucks. I, I don't like him. I was, and I retired uh, him. Cause again, I... Didn't, I went into this game blind, so I didn't know what the heck a cleaver was. I was like, what gen is cleaver from? And then it turns out that it's a scissor, like, uh, or not a scissor, a scyther, ev- a scyther evolution. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I didn't really care. I just got it, completed its register, and let it be. Uh, yeah, so he was okay. Um, the final forms for all the starters here. So we've got uh, Hisuian Samurott. I thought that he looked really he cool. He looks cool. I kind of wish I'd, I chose uh, that one. Uh, Hisuian Decedui, 
I think that this is kind of a downgrade, but also, like, it doesn't look bad. It's okay. But I think that Decidueye was just, like, such a cool Pokemon. And, like, the, the grass ghost type was so cool yeah. that, like, grass fighting to me is just kind of like, eh. Yep, it was okay for me. I just, uh, I wasn't too interested in it, so it was just okay. All right, and Hisuian Typhlosion. What the hell did they do to this guy? <laughs> it looks oh weird when he's not fighting. So, like, when his flames are down, he looks weird. But when he's got his flames up all around him and they're purple and ghosty, I, I did think that kind of looked cool. But, yeah, he looked a little he looked a little high. <laughs> and, like, he was on something. He does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> his eyes are closed. He's got this weird smile on his face. Just a big blob. Yeah. Uh, so we got Hisuian, Zorua, and Zoroark, who I think look pretty cool. I like Zorua more than I like Zoroark, but uh, they were awesome. Yep, good type. Good. They were ghost types, right, in this game? Uh, so in the in Gen 5, they were dark types, and in this one, they are normal and ghost gotcha. types. Gotcha, yeah. No, I thought they were cool. Uh, so we got Hisuian Lilligant, who I actually thought was, like, I saw Lilligant and I was like, oh, I didn't know that that was like a, a different form. A different type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is this? A grass fighting now, I think? Oh, okay. That's fine. So there you go. Uh, so we got Sui and Voltorb and Electrode. I think these guys, but this is what I mean. Like, they don't necessarily look cool, but because I grew up with like the Gen 1, I was like, oh, sweet. It's a new Voltorb and Electrode. Like, cool. Yeah. I, th I thought they were okay. They were kind of neat. I liked it when they brought them into Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, I, I just finally evolved my Electrode, actually. Nice. Uh, so we've got Hisuian Avalug, and this is another one where I, I actually didn't know that it was, like, different. different than the one that we had before. Yeah, same. Hisuian <laughs> um, Bravery, Bravari, however the hell you say this guy's name. Uh, I guess he's a Psychic-type Pokemon now, so that's kind of neat. Let me tell you something, though, about the Bravery. I didn't, like, going into getting it, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the flying part of this game where you could fly. And not being able to fly up initially, I figured it out. Oh, was God, like yeah. so. F I was like, what's the point of getting a bird if you can't fly upwards? It's like, oh, it's supposed to be like the paraglider, like Breath of the... No, it's a bird. It needs to fly it's insane. up. insane. <laughs> Flap your wings. So, I mean, Flap. obviously you kind of figure it out to work with uh, your, your what is it, uh, sneeze slur or whatever, the heck, to climb a mountain and then jump off and fly. But seriously, like, why would you give us a bird if it's not going to fly upwards? Uh, so we got Hisuian, Sligu, and Gudra. And I think, I think that these are, are kind of cool. They were dragon types before, now they're dragon steel. Mm -hmm. The good combo. I think they look neat. Um, we got, uh, why can't I, why can't I say this guy's name? Wired, Wired Deer? Weird Deer? Weird Deer? What a weird name. What a Weird Deer name. <laughs> uh, so he is a normal and psychic type and an evolution of Stantler. Uh, this guy looks pretty cool, yeah, actually. I like him. I, I think I used him the most, probably. Uh, Hisuian Sneasel and Sneasler. Sneasler, that's right. Uh, these guys are okay. Eh. I did like being able to climb with the Sneasler, and that was definitely very Breath of the Wild. Yes. Uh, so we got Basculin. I don't think that this one looks very good. Or, I'm sorry, Basculegion. Yeah. yeah. Eh, it's okay. Um, Hisuian Quillfish and Overquill. Oh, so I really do like giving, like, old Pokemon that don't evolve evolutions. Yeah. I think that's cool. 
But Over Overquill looks stupid. Overquill is such a funny name. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, so Hisui and Growlithe doesn't look all that great, but dude, Sui and RK9, holy smokes, this guy looks awesome. He looks like a samurai. Yeah, Hisui uh, and RK9 is pretty cool. Um, and my personal favorite of the new evolutions is Ursaluna, who is a big mofo bear. I th- great. I th- and normal ground type as well, so yeah. uh, great type. Evolves from um, Ursing. Ursaring? So, yeah. Ursaring. What did I say? Ursing. <laughs> I like it, though. I I always thought that was kind of cool. Ursaluna is cool because, like, Ursa is, like, the star, the constellation for the big dipper or whatever and the little dipper and then luna and so that i oh. thought that was cool little bit big bear and little bear i love it ursa luna it was a good it was a good naming choice all right well, there you go um okay so we also got a new legendary pokemon uh enormous what is this guy's name uh ooh. enormous he looks like a bug in a cloud he looks weird oh enamorous Ena- okay, Enamorous. Because he, or she, it was a girl-type Pokemon, I guess. The, for some reason, she the lady oh. was claiming that it was female, and then her brethren were the others, Tornadus and whatever. And so Enamorous makes sense, because her powers were, like, all... That Pokemon pissed me off trying to catch, by the way. <laughs> that was a struggle. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm in the midst of catching... I've caught two of the... Uh... I've caught, I've caught like tornado and and Landorus, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to catch the other one, and it's like I hate this. Yeah, wait till you get to an Amorous. She's hard. Um, and they also gave us new forms for uh, how the hell do you say these guys? Name? Palkia, Dialga. Yeah. I I think that they're new form. They're sleeker, but they undoubtedly look worse. I, yeah, I prefer, they turn them into horses. I prefer the original forms. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there it is. Uh, lots of new Pokemon and a new way to play Pokemon that I, you know, it looks like this is going to be the foundation for the future, just judging by the uh, reveal trailer that we saw today. And I think that's the right move. I think that's a great move. This game was like the most fun I've had playing Pokemon in a long time. And you, you I know that you bought uh, Brilliant Diamond, but to me, it's like juxtaposing these two games next to each other, like one of them looks very old and dated and the other one while it definitely has its flaws, really looks, you know, exciting and fresh yeah, and promising. For sure. I, so, I, yeah. I, I bought it because I had never played that gem before. So that was kind of something that was fun about Arceus because it was a new gem for me. I'll admit, like, I don't really like a lot of the that gem's Pokemon. Um, I agree. It's yeah. They're not very exciting to me, and none, not a lot of them are my favorites. So as you could tell, I had, like, a lot of previous gems in my party so, like, it's just one of those things. But, you know, I was excited to play it because I hadn't played that gen. And I'm I'm just kind of going through the motions with it. It's an okay game. It's cute. It's all right. But it's definitely nothing compared to Arceus. Yeah. So, lots and lots and lots of, like, really great building blocks, I feel like, for the future. For everything that we complained about in this game, like, the, the core of it is so fun and so engaging uh, that it, I mean, it really gives me, like, hope, like, for, for the next Pokemon game that, like, all right, so we've got the foundation now. Now we can build it. Now we can improve SideQuest. Now we can. Yeah, exactly. Now we can do a couple different things yep. and and make these games better going forward. So yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I'm super excited. And the fact that they j- just announced today that there's a Gen Nine. Ooh, I'm I'm ready for next year already. I will leave you uh, with this thought, Al. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet 
is apparently coming out in late 2022. What? Now, what? every Pokemon game basically ever comes out in November. Obviously, Arceus did not come out in November, but uh, a lot of them come out in November. And late 2022 seems like that means to me okay. to be November. That makes sense. Um, especially because I... So I... um was into Pokemon cards before, but I got super into them last year. And the way the sets work is uh, they'll have like five or six sets for the gen. And we've like, we're reaching the uh, like, I don't know, six or seven sets for this last gen. So it kind of makes sense that they need another game to come out for more sets of Pokemon cards. It kind of like the correlation makes sense. So I'm okay with that. I just hope that, you know, they've spent enough time on this game, uh, Scarlet and Violet, you know, these games that they are using, you may be, maybe some of the critiques that are coming out of Arceus and building off of those. It doesn't seem like November's enough time for that, but I'm hopeful. Well, so here's my thought. So if this game is coming out in November, that's the big ticket holiday game, obviously. Guess what else is supposed to come out this year? Oh my god, Andy Spiteri. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> And it, at this point, it's pretty obvious that Breath of the Wild 2 is not coming out in the summer mm -hmm. because we don't know anything about it. So it would seem to me that you reveal it at E3 and then it comes out in November or December. And I don't see a world where Pokemon Gen 9 and Breath of the Wild 2 both come out in the same two-month period. I just don't. So one of these games isn't coming out this year. I'll tell you that. We'll see. I guess we'll just see. Well, we will see, and we hope that you guys liked this uh, this Pokemon edition of the Champions Cast. Uh, if you're on the fence about this game, give it a try. It's it's a lot of fun, um, and very much a a Breath of the Wild inspired game. So uh, yeah, give it give it a shot. I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised. But uh, we're running a little bit long here, so let's uh, let's get on out of here, Al. I had a good talk with you today. Mm -hmm. It was nice to be back in the in the saddle. Yeah, it's it's good to be back, even though we didn't really talk about Zelda. But <laughs> it's uh wow, episode two hundred and one is all about Pokemon. What do you know? <laughs> there you go. That's what gives this show legs. By God! All right, well, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Spateria three sixteen at Allison Aletha. We got an Omega Metroid Direct coming on Thursday, so you're going to want to check that out as well. Uh, that's going to be posted at the Omega Metroid Twitter, at Omega Metroid Pod. Uh, check the Champions cast out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Go like and subscribe. Tell that Zelda fan in your life where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. Uh, that's it, everybody. We will see you back here next week. Take care.